you're listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Elise Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hello, Rockstar SLPs. It is December. And so I thought that I would talk about December whole class lesson plan ideas for SLPs that are wanting to go into the special education classroom and co-teach, or you may also know it as push in and give you some inspiration for what you can do as a whole class with your students and still cover a lot of speech and language goals. Now, Um, Before we jump into those ideas, I wanted to let you guys know that my 12 days of giving event has started and it's all about you. It's all about you because I plan 12 days where I give you, um, I have certain days where I give away free resources. Um, I plan giveaways and prizes on certain days on my Instagram or on Facebook. And then I also have a grand prize Uh, for one lucky SLP to win a $200 Amazon gift card and a year subscription to the Theme Therapy SLP membership. So I will put a link to sign up in the show notes. And once you sign up, you're entered for that big grand prize. But if you want to get involved in some of the other daily giveaways, um, check the schedule on that page and, you know, go find the day. Today's giveaway is on Facebook. So head on over there. But yeah, so go check out the schedule. All right, so let's talk about December whole class lesson plan ideas. Now, in the show notes, I will link to some blog posts that I have about how to set up your push-in lessons, different types of collaborative service models, so that if you are brand new to even doing this, you can um, check that out. But for those of you that are already doing whole class lessons, This is just going to give you a little boost of inspiration so that you're like, oh, that'll be fun to do with my classrooms. And because we're always looking for lesson plan ideas that are going to increase engagement, right? I mean, have you, if you've ever done a whole class lesson, you know, when you nailed it and you know, when you flopped, it's just like small groups, um, just with a bigger audience, right? Sometimes we do really good in our small groups. And then other times we're like, yeah, that I didn't hit the mark there today. Um, So the thing about whole class lessons is if you're if you're listening to this and going, well, I don't do those, but maybe you've wanted to try to do some, this is a good time to approach some of your teachers because they're frazzled, they're ready to get to winter break, they're probably burnt out, and if you suggest like, hey, you know, I thought it'd be fun to do something festive before winter break, would you be interested in me doing a whole class lesson? And we could co- we could count this as one of the service times for um, the students in your class. And so you want to get the buy-in with them, but they may be like, yes. Or you may start talking with some of them and even some of your general education teachers and find out that, oh, they're doing a holiday activity. They're doing a holiday party on a certain day. And if you approach them about that, you could come and do your service while being in the classroom, um, supporting the kids who have an IEP. And, And this is a great way to just get your foot in the door. Maybe they'll see like, wow, that went really well. The kids were so engaged. Maybe I should do this more, um, with, with this, with the speech pathologist. And, and that's something that you can even work up to. I had, I'll link the podcast episode 
I had an SLP come on and she shared how she would push into the classroom and do a whole class lesson for the general education kindergarten teacher once a month. And that's what she committed to. And she was consistent with that. So this isn't something that you have to do every every week. It could just be a one-time thing and you could check it out and see if it's fun. The kids are squirrely, you know, and wiggly right now. So doing something a little bit outside the box could be just what you need um, to remind yourself that, hey, it's I like my job and it's okay to have a little bit of fun. It's okay to put the therapy binder away, the data binder away and, and just teach and communicate, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. So I'm going to give you some ideas for things that you can plan for a whole class lesson with your special ed classroom. So first up that you could make DIY wrapping paper. So I'm going to have a blog post out about this soon, but you can buy some white construction paper, you know, that rolled paper, or you could buy brown paper. I have brown paper. I have both actually at my house, but if you have white paper, what would look really good on it is you could even draw with, um, black marker. You could draw lights like the string and then kids can dot marker the string to make Christmas lights, or you can just have them use the dot markers and dot mark <laughs> Try to have them do it somewhat neat and they could do red and green or multicolored. And then that is the wrapping paper that they can use um, that you can either send it home with them or you can use it to wrap any gifts that you make that the teacher is going to make with their students for their for their kids to take home to their parents. Now, the other type of DIY wrapping paper you can make is using sponges and you can cut it into Christmas trees. I've even seen um, people use cookie cutters that are festive like snowflakes or snowmen. And then you dip it in white paint or green paint and you use the sponges to sponge paint uh, the paper. And then it turns into a little fun wrapping paper. And with your younger friends, you can do this. So first you could even read a book about wrapping paper or why people wrap gifts, um, and then do this as an activity. For your older students who are in a life skills classroom, this is something that they could make wrapping paper um, and then wrap gifts for other people. I mean, you you could it could be really a fun lesson to work on requesting, uh, talking about wet and dry because it has to dry before you can roll it up. You can talk about the presents that you might want to wrap with it. So there's a lot of options with that. Um, and then another fun whole class lesson that you could do, and I like this one because you can definitely adapt it for younger or older students. And it's something that if you have kids who are in life skills classrooms, it's still relevant and appropriate for them to do, but you could do a hot chocolate lesson. Now you can learn about hot chocolate, how to make it. You can find some YouTube videos and then everybody gets to make their own hot chocolate. And you can talk about describing words like let's describe the hot chocolate. 
Um, but if you have older students, maybe if they don't do this on a regular basis, this is something that maybe you and the teacher could plan like, hey, would you be interested in having your class serve hot chocolate to the staff around the school? And so if they decided that they wanted to do that, if you weren't able to be available for when they actually hand out the hot chocolate to all the staff on campus, you could plan lessons where you're teaching them how to have good hygiene when they're making a drink for somebody else. And you can role play or show them videos or they have to sort pictures for what they need to do before they make the hot chocolate, while they're making the hot chocolate, and then, you know, how to clean up afterwards. So you're teaching them all those functional skills, um, vocabulary for washing your hands, wiping up any spills, making sure you have oven mitts on if they were to be doing, you know, heating up the milk on the stove. And then you could also do planning, you know, role playing and teaching the communication and language for talking with the staff when they're giving them hot hot cocoa. Hi, we came in here because we wanted to give you some hot cocoa. And you would definitely, you know, would adapt this for whatever level of communication your students are at. Maybe they just say, hi, Mr. Smith, and you have that programmed into their AAC device, where another student may say, would you like some hot chocolate? And then role playing when what to do if they say yes or no. If they say no, oh, okay, well, um, we just wanted to let you know that we're thinking of you and have a great rest of your day. You know, whatever that you want to help the, the child know what to say in that situation. So that can be a really great way to Help your students do something functional, like make hot chocolate, and then work on communicating with other people by doing it for the staff. And if you don't have that option, another thing you could do is you could provide jobs for the kids in the class. You know, one kid gets to pass out the hot chocolate packets, and maybe they're working on, hey, would you like a hot chocolate today? Um... And, you know, so you can give roles to all the students so that way, and then you can have a cleanup crew, you know, you whatever it is you can do to create a role so that communication happens, that would be great. All right. So and some other whole class lesson ideas. You can learn about Christmas trees or you could do winter trees. So you could do a mystery Doug. I think I looked it up. Now I can't remember off the top of my head if they had it. I think it was like What's the tallest tree? Um, There's some Christmas tree books that you could use and read to the class. And then everyone can make a Christmas tree craft or a winter tree craft. I will try to link some of those ideas. Um, I've seen some really cute ones for winter trees. And then I do have a 3D articulation and language Christmas tree craft, but there's a ton on Pinterest too. All right. So my next two ideas. I've done these over the years with my whole class lessons, and they're really great to do, especially if you are doing a gingerbread man theme or a baking cookies theme. So if you, if you're doing a gingerbread man theme and you have a lot of students working on social pragmatic goals, particularly being um, body awareness and space, talking to each other, problem solving, doing a gingerbread man hunt or even a candy cane hunt is really fun. So you're going to have a spot where 
the gingerbread man has run off to. And you can even, you know, you can leave some candy or something that they get after they're done with their hunt. Um, and then you have clues around the school and you're going to walk around the school as you find these clues to find the next spot. So this works on some inferencing. It works on where you have to stay together as a group. And if there are some friends that are like, I don't want to walk in the group, this is an, this is an opportunity to, for them to say, hey, I need a little space, right, to advocate for their, their needs. So whatever the case may be, there's communication opportunities. And then at the end of it, if you guys have a treat for them or some gingerbread man cookies for them to eat, then they all get to share it together. And, uh, and that's a fun little activity to incorporate a lot of different communication goals. Um, the other idea is to decorate gingerbread man cookies. So I have done this for a perspective taking um, activity. And I usually make sugar cookies at home in the shape of gingerbread men. I don't really do the regular gingerbread because some kids don't like all that. So for me, this is a little bit of extra work and you do have to get permission that eating food is okay for everyone. Um, but it's worth it for me when I would do it because I would make the cookies at home with my own kids and it was a fun experience. And then I was able to share those cookies so that we didn't have gobs and gobs of cookies at the house with my students. And I would dye frosting different colors so that there were some choices for frosting. And then I would have some different toppings so that kids can ask each other what they want. And so instead of them decorating their own cookie, they had to decorate a cookie for a friend. And then they had to wait until the other kid got his or her cookie decorated before they could all eat. So this is, this is infusing a lot of stuff. It's infusing waiting. It's, it's infusing thinking about someone else and what they might want. They have to ask for clarification. Hey, do you want a lot of sprinkles or just a little? How many buttons do you want on your gingerbread? I even found these cookie cutters from Hobby Lobby that had small, medium, and large. So I would make different sizes so then we could target, you know, small, big, and large, but then, or medium. And then they have to ask, you know, ask, hey, do you want a big cookie or do you want a medium cookie? Um... And then they got to, what color frosting do you want? You know, so then they had to ask each other. And then we had to work on commenting back, uh, saying thank you, showing gratitude, waiting till everyone was done. And then it was their turn to get up and go uh, make the cookies. And, and then we got to eat them. So that's a really fun lesson to do. And you can do that with older kids and you can do it with younger kids. And if you have younger kids, obviously adapt that to maybe they're just requesting and talking about what the cookie tastes like. Um, another fun idea that's good for younger kids, and it might be good for some of the older kids too, but apple, cinnamon applesauce ornaments. I've done this as a whole class lesson using Live Love Speeches visual recipe. And we, we did do this as a whole class lesson. Where it can get tricky is trying to do, trying to have everyone participate when there's one bowl. So one workaround for that is maybe you have three stations and there, you have to have your aids and you, you know, someone's floating a floater, 
uh, teacher would be floating around the classroom while the other designated teachers, and that could be you, that could be the aide, that could be the other teacher, are helping make the, the ornaments. And so you just would have to have enough supplies to have three stations so that way you have a smaller group environment or everyone can just sit on the carpet and you can mix everything and they can watch the process but you just have to be mindful that if you do it as like a whole class lesson where and you have a large classroom like 10 kids in there you just want to be mindful like oh this might get a little out of hand because everyone's going to want to be looking and touching so the other way to do it is also you could break the class up into two and have one maybe doing a craft and then the other one gets to do the cinnamon applesauce ornaments and then you switch. And what's great about that is then these applesauce ornaments can turn into gifts that the kids can take home to their parents. And if you did the DIY wrapping paper lesson, you can then wrap those up in some wrapping paper. Um, and then that's two weeks of lessons, the DIY wrapping paper and then the applesauce ornament would cover you for two weeks. All right, we have a couple more ideas, couple more ideas. Take what you want and leave the rest for someone else, right? All right, so this idea is something that you really can do any time of the year. I did this at the end of the year when I was kind of like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> but this would work really great um, in December is having a game day. And you could even break it up into a game a week, right? You could play. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different types of games out there, but let's say that you were going to teach the kids how to play go fish. If let's say they don't know how to do that yet. Um, you could teach the kids how to play go fish. Then everyone gets into their groups or tables and they play the game during the lesson. Right. And so much of our games, there's a lot of turn taking. Um, they have to learn the rules. They have to use communication, and then that way, if you teach them some of the games that they might play at home with their families over the break, then they've gotten some practice in beforehand. And you could even pull some of the parents like, hey, what games do you have at home? Or what games do you wish you could play with your with your kids? Um, one game that they might be able to do with their families is play charades. So you could do fun winter and December themed charade words. Um, you could do, you know spot it trying to think of just some of those games that you haven't necessarily played but you're like oh that would have been fun and if you wanted to the last week you could just have every kid get to rotate to different games or maybe they got to pick which game they wanted to go to so that's that's my idea for just an easy month where you get a lot of practice in with communication but it takes the pressure off of um, planning a lot of elements with your whole class lesson. And then the last idea that I saw were, and it was really, I've, I've done this before in a classroom, the teacher was planning it and she did it with marshmallows, but this one's with gumdrop towers. So you need, um, you need to have gumdrops and that's festive, right? For the, uh, um, for the time of year, you can probably find those and toothpicks. And you can either have this be a group activity. It, if it's better that each kid gets to make their own, that could work too. And you have to make the tallest tower. And so to strategically work on some skills while you're doing this is you can um, have the, you know, keep the items out of reach. 
so that they have to, you know, they have to say, hey, can I have some more toothpicks or I need some more gumdrops? But they can work independently or in a group to build the tallest tower. And then at the end of it, they can explain how they made their tower or what problems they came up with. And, and if they, if their tower falls down, we can talk about, hey, it's okay. We can rebuild it. You still have time to do that. So those are some of my whole class lesson ideas. If you have a December whole class lesson idea or something that you do every year, please reach out to me um, at the Dabbling Speechy on social media and let me know because I would love to hear what you are doing with your students. So as always, SLPs, be the SLP that every kid wants to see, and I will talk with you next week. Uh-huh.